0: Welcome to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature, featuring Whole World Improv Theater. Our reoccurring improvised feature story segment in which we construct feature stories from the entirely improvised performances of Whole World Improvisers. In this episode of Improvised Feature, we take a look at the effects that Congress's inability to extend the CARES Act is having on the lives of ordinary people.
1: My bills are all due, and the baby needs shoes, and I'm busted.
2: Um, Hi, my name is Jade, and it's just Jade. Uh, That's what it says on my name tag. I got uh, moved to the Hoots in my neighborhood after several years at at Hooters. You know, I am wearing a mask and a halter top and doing the best that I can to protect myself, but... uh, I can't not work. So I am in the hoots and uh, we're just gonna see how this goes.
0: Many of you have presumably been wondering how Jade and 25 million others similarly situated Americans will get by without the $600 a week unemployment supplement provided by the CARES Act. But more of you are presumably now wondering, what the hell is a hoots?
2: Oh, hoots. Hoots is the new family friendly uh, spin-off of Hooters. Uh, where the kids can come. And it's, uh, its frankly, it's more about wings than breasts.
0: Now that we cleared that up, we can get back to thinking about the effects of the COVID economy on hardworking people.
2: I'm, I'm caught in an unusual um, kind of web of uh, spiraling. It's picking up, I gotta say, you know, but uh, it's slow, it's slow. I couldn't live off them tips they're giving out right now. You know, I honestly, my career is probably auditioning at Magic City. Um, I do that regularly. One day I will be on the stage at Magic
3: City. City. But then you got them other cheapskates going to come in there and still leave you a dollar, and they know it's on hard times for everybody.
2: That kind of work requires a beauty regimen that uh, has a price tag.
3: They're like, oh, but I'm
2: patronizing
3: your establishment, so I'm doing good. You ain't doing no damn good for me. You ain't tipping me.
2: So I spend a great deal of money on things like um, dermaplaning and some plumping and some clipping and uh, waxing. And of course, I, I need a good haircut. And uh, so really, for me, this may be the end of the road. When I lose that $600, combined with the tips I'm not getting right now at, at Hoots, Um, I'm really gonna have to rethink my career strategy. It's a very difficult time for me.
0: Although for some workers, the layoffs did come with some degree of an upside.
1: We were laid off, but uh, I I think I was about to get fired. I think my my, my days were numbered anyway. This was a blessing.
0: But the frustrations of the universal economic difficulties.
1: Rent is $1,200, so if I get $1,200, it's already gone
0: are amplified by the callousness of predatory opportunists.
4: Hello, my name is Dr. Patricia Parrots. Um, I'm a clinical psychologist specializing in couples counseling. I have a PhD in marriage and family therapy. And um, I've got to say, since uh, all this has occurred, my business has actually been um, more successful than ever.
1: I even uh, started, uh, started a legal poker ring with my money.
4: As you may know, the number one cause of divorce in the United States is related to financial distress.
1: Uh, You know, have a couple of fellas come over on uh, Friday, Saturday nights and then just, you know, shoot poker.
4: Since people do not have much money in their pockets right now, uh, they're on the verge of divorce. So, um, for that reason I am hoping that this stimulus does not go through. Um, The more financial distress that people find themselves in, the better my business does.
0: As well as the ineffectual political leadership my name is uh, representative
5: um robert davis i just want you to know that we are we are fighting we are fighting we are battling every time i see um you know any opposing uh views for the care act that try to take it down i just immediately spray them with a super soaker 1000
0: offering solutions that are less than helpful.
5: What they need to do is take any extra money that is given to you, whether it be through this CARES Act, uh, whether it be through um, some type of cold cash back program, or whether it be through, um, like Dunkin Donuts has this amazing uh, deal where if you buy enough of their Uh, mocha lattes, you will get at least $5 in Dunkin' Cash back because uh, you never know when you will need uh, that extra uh, jolt of caffeine or that extra burst of sugar. And if you don't have your regular cash, it's always good to tap into the rainy day uh, Dunkin' Donuts cash.
0: Leaves the average American alone in their own struggles to overcome fear and find a way to better their own situation.
3: I've been going to law school. I've been online
2: at at the University of Old Yellow. You see, fear is one thing, and it, it means that you're kind of afraid,
3: you know. Some of these people are going to be suing everybody. when it's all just everybody. I mean, there's going to be lawsuits everywhere. Some of these people are losing their jobs and getting kicked out. They're going to be suing their landlord. And I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to be helping some of these people go to court.
2: And then the other thing is optimism. And optimism means you're deathly afraid, but maybe someday you won't be. Do you see what I mean? Do you understand?
0: But essentially, the American worker, like the rest of America, is trapped in a free-falling chaotic clusterfuck.
2: I am so afraid of my fears.
5: We have nothing to fear but fear itself. Roosevelt is telling us that fear is actually afraid of fear.
4: Frankly, right now, it's my job to convince people that these are the darkest times, um, so that they'll continue to come see me and seek out my services. Fear is
2: fearing fear, and my fear is is stoking a, a fear of fear and um,
5: I'm, I'm kind of a wreck. So fear, fears fears. And so if we don't feel fear, then fear will continue to fear itself and we won't fear it because fear will be fearful of itself and it will be fearful of us.
2: I, I look my fear in the eye and I say to myself, Jesus, it's gonna fucking kill me. And then I'm nowhere. So there's that.
3: Everybody got a right to have a living coming in. It wasn't none of these people's fault. If they don't want to sue the employers, what are they going to sue the government? We'll sue the damn government. We'll sue anybody.
1: The president, that's who's getting rich.
3: There's a little known case, it's called Maddox versus Clyde, went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And you know what that case said? That case said that anybody that don't like what's going on with their employer, if the government has stepped in in any way, and if you read through that, you know, it's the six steps of Kevin Bacon and all that, whatever,
4: the government is taking taxes out of your checks. So I am relying on people falling on hard times.
1: That's why he doesn't care about uh, making folks wear masks.
3: If you can, if you connected to something in some kind of way, you know, you can be sued. Any kind of way you connected to it, you think you're, you're immune, you ain't immune. They're going to take away all the immunity from the police officers. They're going to take it away from the government, too. We're going to sue everybody.
1: All they're doing is just sitting here and, and uh, postponing everything so that they can just get richer and richer, and then finally they might come on and just... Just drop the vaccine and say that, uh, and then, then they're going to get richer again.
4: In off sessions, I'm kind of towing this fine line between providing true help to my clients and also um, planting small seeds that their life is in need of, of repairs.
5: See, at the party, they were in a tough situation. It was a sticky situation. So they didn't have many options beside, you know, starting to eat each other. So that is what we have on our horizon.
3: It creates opportunities for other people. It takes them away from some people. So, you know, they saw an opportunity that was taken away from somebody that died in their party. And so that was an opportunity for them to eat.
5: Well, that's the darkest time. When you start gnawing on your neighbor's leg.
3: I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. I mean, take for instance, um, you know, Jenkins versus Bubba.
1: Well, if I was stuck out there in the woods and uh, the only thing left to eat was uh, the people around me, I mean, of, of, of course, that would be the last resort, but uh, uh, we might have started gnawing each other off.
3: Okay, that was a case down there in Mississippi. It was a long time ago. All right, so Jenkins lost his job, lost his home, but his his employer, Bubba, you know, he still had his, so he soon would be able to go and live in Bubba's house and you know what he wanted.
5: Long story short, uh, yes, we need to appreciate where we are now because if we're not careful, we will end up just like the Donners.
4: I don't know much about the, the Donna, the Donna poppy, but I do know about Jeffrey Doma. Are those the same?
1: Take a toe a piece of something.
4: Um, I, had a, I had a little girl come in and... And her parents were concerned about her, and she wanted a Samantha doll, so bad, an American American girl, Samantha doll. But her parents, you know, they don't have money for that because they were paying for her to be in therapy.
2: I didn't always feel fear. I was raised in the country, out near Omaha. Clean air, green grass, rolling hills, fresh milk, handsome farm boys. I digress, sorry.
4: Um, and so, you know, I had a little bit of alone time with, with, with this little girl and I, and I told her, you know, the reason that your parents aren't getting you a Samantha doll is because um, mommy and daddy are fighting a lot right now. And, and, and also they don't, they don't really love you very much. Uh,
2: so I loved my parents, they loved each other. I had a brother and before the threshing accident, he was dear to me.
4: And so she went home and that caused all kinds of trouble. Um, And then next thing I know, her mom and dad are coming to my office to get some support.
2: And of course, I never thought that we'd be where we are now. So I know that there's another reality out there. I've lived it, I've been there. I know there's a happier place. I just can't find it right now. And if people become happy, then they don't need me anymore. Uh, Spinelli
3: V. Hale. Now, you would not think that you could sue hell, but actually you can.
1: And also, he's trying to rig the election.
3: And the reason you can sue hell is because it brought up a philosophical question as to what is hell? Is hell a real place?
1: He's trying to start a voter suppression type thing with the whole mail-in ballots and things like that. He already said that he won't trust those, so he's going to start a war before uh, the next president gets in there.
3: And so what Judge Barfield ruled is that... uh, there's a phrase we hear all the time called hell on earth. And that if you could pinpoint what hell on earth is, then if that was a financial institution, you could actually sue it.
1: You might be even concocting a way to, um, to postpone the election.
3: So the going argument right now is that the government has created hell on earth here in the United States. Therefore, whereby we can sue the government for hell.
5: There is a case, uh, Carlisle versus Jones, that says heaven is a place on earth.
2: But ethically, you know, my motto has always been um, it doesn't matter what you do with your hands, it only matters what you do with your mouth.
5: So I uh, just want to make sure that there is a, a little bit of, of push and pull.
2: In other words, it's more what you say than what you do no i'm not i'm I'm probably not saying that correctly
5: when you start talking about hell being on earth and uh heaven being a place on earth because i just want everyone to stop and think about what that is actually worth that heaven is a place on earth
2: if i had 150 dollars if i had 150 dollars i'd go back to anal bleaching Well, I
3: can tell you how to get that $150 to get your anal bleaching done, honey. Let me tell you what happened. See,
1: Uh, it might make it a little easier to give give a little uh, flick of the tongue every now and then when we go down there uh, later on that night.
3: There There was a case called Hershey. It's Leroy Hershey versus First National Life. Now, what happened was Leroy Hershey, see, he got real scared when a tornado came by and he was scared half to death. So what he said was, you know, I was scared half to death. I should get half my life insurance.
2: I, I bleach for admiration from afar, not to attract the mouth organ. So,
3: you know, you can go in on a technicality on that because they don't say that you can't get half your life insurance if you scared half to death. If you can prove that you were scared half to death by COVID, right? Then you are entitled to half your life insurance. You can get that bleaching done, girl.
2: I am offering an enticement, not a promise. I did used to work at the Magic
3: City myself, and I do know um, that uh, they were sued for being Heaven on Earth. That was another precedent. That uh, was Johnson
5: versus Heaven on Earth. No, Supreme Court, uh, Carlisle versus um, whoever I said before.
4: Psychological therapy does work for a lot of people, but Anal bleaching, something about the sensations of, of anal bleaching also does provide a sense of calm. Um, I actually had my own anus bleached uh, just next door. Um, and I've got to say there, there's a clarity that comes with, with having someone pour bleach on your, on your butthole um, that kind of makes you forget all the rest of your problems. The pain is, is, is so extreme um, that you forget there's anything else really going on in the world.
0: Unfortunately, as the pain being poured on Americans' buttholes becomes more extreme, America cries out for leadership.
2: I'm looking across the, the restaurant at a a family of four. And let me just tell you what I see, Dave. I see some stressed out people. Here, Here's the analogy I'd like to draw. Right now, the kids are fussy. And mom is digging in her purse and she's getting out her iPhone. And she's just handing it to him just look up whatever you want. Anal bleaching fine. No problem. Whatever. Just leave me the fuck alone. And you know what? I feel like that's where we are as a nation. Just, you know, put your hands on a, you know, something that makes you feel good, you know, and stop bugging me. And I as a waitress in this country am crying out for leadership. I don't want your $600. I don't want your stupid analogous iPhone in my hands. I want somebody to step up and say, Here's to what you're gonna motherfucking do. I think that's it, Dave.
1: The fields are all there and the cock will grow. Me and my family got to pack up and go. But I'll make a living just where I don't know, cause I'm busted.
0: Thank you for listening to Barely Audible Whisper Presents Improvised Feature featuring Whole World Improv Theater. Hosted and produced by Dave Baldwin with my Whole World Improviser friends Serena Stone, Daniel Clanton, Connolly Crow, and Lee Cuthbert. Please check out barelyaudiblewhisper.com and also check out wholeworldtheatre.com and all of us appreciate your support. Hubris!